tragic and emphasizes the importance of mental health and how serious it is. Alright guys, let's get into this case. On April 23rd, 2018, 13-year-old Elijah Lishing shot and killed his 11-year-old brother Caleb Lishing in their adoptive father's home in Streetsboro, Ohio. Now, before I jump into this case, I have to, of course, give you guys a quick rundown on Streetsboro because I want you guys to, like, be familiar with the area in which every case occurs. The current population of Streetsboro is 17,260. In 2018, the population was 16,395. It's slowly but surely increasing. Streetsboro is located 143 miles north of the state's capital, Columbus. Streetsboro is popularly known for the beautiful Woodside Lake Park. The park is home to a 100-acre campground and many outdoor activities. The crime rate in Streetsboro is very, very low. Seriously, this place is really safe. This case was sadly the first homicide that has occurred here, in nearly 20 years. Your chances of falling victim to a violent crime here are 1 in 2,877. In 2018, there were a total of 711 arrests in Streetsboro, and only one of those arrests were for criminal homicide. There were 233 calls for service that were juvenile-related, 13-year-old Elijah had a very rough childhood. He was born to Ashley Hayes, who struggled with drug addiction for a good portion of her life. Ashley was only 15 when she gave birth to Elijah. When Ashley was 17 years old, she gave birth to Elijah's brother, Caleb. Soon after Caleb's birth, Elijah and Caleb were placed in foster care due to their mother's drug addiction and being unable to provide for the two boys. I couldn't find any information on Elijah and Caleb's biological father. It was actually difficult researching this case 
information on the boy's life prior to being adopted was very limited and really hard to find. Caleb was born prematurely and weighed only one pound at the time of his birth, which meant he required serious medical attention and monitoring. After the boys were taken away from their biological mother, Ashley, and placed in foster care, they were adopted in 2007. They were adopted by Dina and Marty Lishing, a married couple from Ohio. Although on the surface the couple seemed happy, things are not always what they seem. In 2013, Dina and Marty were going through a bitter divorce where the police were called several times, and there were even allegations of domestic abuse. After their divorce, Marty was given full custody of Elijah and Caleb, and Dina had custody of the boys every other weekend. Marty eventually meets a new woman named Jackie, and he gets married. Elijah was a troubled child. He suffered a lot of neglect prior to being adopted. He was unable to form a connection with his biological mother, having to witness a bitter divorce between his adoptive parents. His behavior may have just been a reflection of what he was going through behind closed doors. In 2018, when Elijah was just 12 years old, he was charged with indecent exposure after an incident that occurred on the school bus. I couldn't find any details on what actually happened on the bus. But in 2017, reports stated that Elijah tried to commit suicide twice. Elijah's stepmother, Jackie, had reportedly called 911 in 2018 because Elijah was, quote, unruly, end quote. When police arrived and questioned Elijah, Elijah told police that he wanted to hurt himself. Police took Elijah to a behavioral health center. I couldn't find any reports online if Elijah was placed on any medication to help him deal with whatever mental health diagnosis he was given at the time. But one common theme I noticed after reading numerous articles online was their lack of focus on his mental health and their focus on trying to make the adoptive family seem evil. My researching often winds up with me on Facebook looking up family members' names so I can get more information on the case that I'm building up. And when I looked up Elijah's adoptive parents, his stepmother's page is public. And all I could see were pictures of both Elijah and Caleb with their adoptive father, Marty. I saw pictures of many family outings with the boys, trips to a carnival, even pictures from the wedding of Jackie and Marty where the boys were all dressed up. What I'm trying to say here is that I don't believe neglect from the adoptive family was the issue here. Four days, just four days after police were called to the Lishing home because of Elijah's unruly behavior, police were called again, but this time it was for a shooting. Around 9 p.m. on April 23rd, 2018, a babysitter who was watching Elijah and Caleb because their adoptive father Marty and stepmother Jackie were out of town called 911. Here is some audio from that 911 call. 
911, Mercy Emergency. <laughs> what is the address here again? Something terrible has happened. I'm babysitting two kids. What's the address? 995 Alden Drive. 995 what? Alden Drive. Oh my God, I think she is not even alive. Okay, Melvin oh Drive? No, Alden Drive and Street Square. Alden? 995? Yes. Alden Drive and Street Square. What's going on there? I don't know. He's bleeding. I was... I was bleeding? There's blood everywhere. The little boy that I'm watching, he's Nine nine five Alden Drive. Nine nine five Alden. I have a female on the line stating there's blood everywhere. She doesn't think the child is alive. Coming out of the Are there any weapons around? I don't know. Okay, can you check for me? Are there any weapons around? Elijah. The other boy that's here, he, okay. I don't know where he's at. Okay, how old is the... He's 11. Please hurry up. He's 11? Yes. Okay. I smell like... When was the last time you saw him when he was okay? He went to bed at 8.30 and his brother went to bed at 9. Please hurry. Ma'am, we're already on the way. I'm just trying to get as much information as I can. Can you check to see if he's breathing? Yes. Oh, my God, I don't think so. Oh, he's got blood just pouring out of his mouth. Okay. I don't think he's breathing. Okay, can you check to see if you can feel any air coming out of his nose or mouth or feel a pulse? I don't feel air anything. Okay. And you last saw him just an hour ago? Oh, hurry. I think he might still be breathing. There's water. No, about 8.30. What time is it? It's 9.30. 8.30. Okay. I will post the link to the 911 call in the show description. If you guys listen to the call in its entirety, you can hear when police arrived. 11-year-old Caleb was rushed to Universal Hospital in Ravina, where he later died. He suffered one fatal gunshot wound to his back. Streetsboro police took Elijah into custody and placed him at Portage County Juvenile Center where he was charged with aggravated murder and two counts of theft as a juvenile. Elijah had stolen the gun, a three fifty seven Magnum, from his grandparents' home who lived nearby. According to reports online, the gun was kept locked up in a cabinet in his grandparents' home. When Elijah couldn't find the key to unlock the cabinet, he dismantled the cabinet and managed to get the gun out. Elijah underwent numerous psychological evaluations due to his age and previous mental health hospitalizations. Elijah was appointed juvenile attorney David Said and ad litem Aaron Hevener. For those who don't know what an ad litem is, an ad litem is basically a guardian appointed by the court on behalf of the child who manages all affairs of the ward during criminal proceedings. In other words, the ad litem basically looks out for the child and the child's best interests during court proceedings. At his sentencing hearing, psychologist Amy Thomas stated that Elijah had suffered a lot of childhood trauma and he suffered a lot of abuse as a child. Reports online stated that Elijah, while living with his adoptive mother, Dina, 
Elijah was locked in a dark garage and forced to kneel on rice. Psychologist Amy Thomas diagnosed Elijah with reactive attachment disorder, which is also called developmental trauma disorder. When a child suffers from RAD or DTD, they have difficulty forming bonds with their parents, caregivers, or family members. DTD often results from trauma in a child's early development. Trauma often related to maltreatment, family violence, or a disruption in attachment to the child's primary caregiver. All of these traumas can make a young child convince themselves that the world is a dangerous place that offers little to no safety. Since Elijah was only 13 years old when he shot his younger brother, Caleb, he could not be tried as an adult. In Ohio, a waiver to adult court can be requested if a child is 14 years or older and commits a Category 1 offense, such as murder or aggravated murder. At his sentencing hearing, Elijah also made a statement. He told the court, quote, I was living inside my head, unable to determine the difference between imagination and reality, end quote. Elijah's case remained in juvenile court, but prosecutors were seeking a serious youth offender stipulation, which basically means that although he is tried as a juvenile, he can be sentenced as an adult if he is convicted. On October 23, 2018, Elijah pleaded no contest to the aggravated murder charge and theft charges. Elijah was found delinquent which in juvenile court is the term for guilty. Judge Robert Berger sentenced Elijah to remain in a juvenile detention center until he turns 21 years old. When he turns 21, his case will then be reevaluated and he could face further punishment as an adult. Elijah is currently 16 years old and remains at a juvenile detention center. Elijah's biological mother, Ashley, has come forward and was interviewed by Fox 8 News. Here's some audio from that interview. you blame yourself? I, I do. I feel like I sh should have did more. At least I feel like I have a direction to move in, like maybe I can help him. I want to see him. I, I, if he wants to see me, whatever's best for him. What will you tell him if you get to see him? I'm sorry. You can hear the regret and pain in her voice as she is forced to come to terms with what has happened in her child's life. Following this tragic event, the Lishing family have become advocates for mental health, urging family to take the extra step when it comes to their child's mental health. Caleb Lishing was 11 years old when he tragically lost his life. He was in the fifth grade. He loved nature, camping, playing dodgeball, and he knew everything about the movie Titanic. In honor of Caleb's memory, a candlelight vigil was held for Caleb on April 29, 2018, where friends and family collected teddy bears to donate to Akron Children's Hospital where Caleb was born. Rest in peace, Caleb. You are loved and missed by your family, friends, and everyone who knew you. Thank you for making everyone laugh and being kind.
This week's missing child is seven-year-old Aranza Maria Ochoa Lopez from Vancouver, Washington. Aranza was last seen on October 25, 2018 at Vancouver Mall. She was taken from the mall by her mother, Esmeralda, during a supervised visit. Her mother then fled to Mexico with Aranza, and Aranza hasn't been seen since. Esmeralda was arrested and has pleaded guilty to second-degree kidnapping. She was sentenced to 20 months in prison. Law enforcement has still not found 7-year-old Aranza. If I have any listeners tuning in from Mexico and you guys have any information, there is a $10,000 reward being offered for any information leading to Aranza's recovery. You can call Seattle's FBI office at 206-622-0460. Thank you for listening, guys. Be well. I appreciate everyone tuning into my show. Don't forget to follow the show on TikTok and Instagram at Killer Kids Podcast. And that's Killer Kids with a Z. Thank you. Be well.